This is Seven Sports. Good afternoon and welcome to Seven Sports Saturday Live. Live from Chip and Sodbury Town versus Long Levens in the Hellenic Premier this Saturday afternoon. Hello and welcome along. We have Josh Evans on standby as well at Eastham United versus Livington Town in the Southern League Division 1 South. So we'll hear from him throughout the course of his 90 minutes for the 90 minutes here for live commentary with myself, Ryan Butler. As Long Levens look to close in on history. Nine more points in their final 12 league games. Sees them reach their highest ever points tally they'd have ever amassed at this level. They've got the squad to do it. They've got the games to do it. It's up to the players to keep producing. They've been doing so in recent weeks. They had a good Christmas. Winning away at Tuffley Rovers and Corsham Town respectively. And then got the last gas winner last weekend against Formbury Town. For Chip and Sodbury, their need is probably greater than Long Levens going into the final run of fixtures. Languishing at the bottom end of the table after so much was expected from Chip and Sodbury, myself included. I tipped them to be one of the title challengers in this division. Hasn't gone the way they had planned. And at the moment, a win last week has put them in a decent position to actually survive in the league. Two will get relegated. You assume, looking at the table, Hallen will be one of them. Who is going to join them? It's going to be Ta- Cowntown, Chip and Sodbury, Lydney Town, Tuffley Rovers. They're just four of the sides in the mix and not fully safe at this moment in time. But after recent postponements and games to be caught up in the coming weeks, there's still a couple of midweeks left in the remainder of the season. But if you haven't uh, looked at the Hellenic League fixtures, it's a bit of a weird one. Most of the teams within the division finished their season in March. And then a couple of teams have a couple of games for the Easter weekend, which is the Hellenic League Ground Hopper weekend. Brimscombe and Frupp away at Malvern is an eye-catcher that weekend. But elsewhere, we've got sides in and around the county all the way in the Hellenic League. In the Southern League, they are all away as well. Evesham, the only side at home. Keep an eye out throughout the broadcast in regards to how everyone else is getting on score-wise as well. Remember Gloucester City, they're also away. They're up at Blythe Spartans this afternoon. The key information from that one going into the fixture in the National League North, which is a massive fixture at the bottom of National League North, it's got to be said, is that Danny King has got the start. Matt McClaw's been ruled out of the starting eleven. I think he's been ruled out of this whole squad through injury. So there's a question online from uh, Gloucester City fan group, The Voice of the T-End about a poll basically asking who you'd partner with Ollie Holbert, who would always be the the, the second striker. De- Dejon Noel-Williams, Bernard Mensah or Danny King. Obviously the homegrown favourite. Danny King was always going to get the win on the poll. He's also got the win as well. But he and Dejon Noel-Williams both start. So a pretty attacking lineup for Glossy, who will want to look for goals after shutting up shot the last couple of games and being a bit tighter at the back. So we'll keep an eye on that one throughout the 90 minutes as well. And a reminder that you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast on Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.kdk on the email and also Instagram 7 underscore sport. So we're waiting inside here in Chip and Sodbury for our live fixture this afternoon. And the team news is being shared all over the place from the grounds up and down and across Gloucestershire. I'm just having a quick look in regards to scoreline. Looks like Fairford Town 
reserves have taken control of the GFA Amateur North Cup. 3-0 on the stroke of half-time there. Not very good for Whitecroft. It looks like reserves, Fairford Town reserves, sorry, are going to be storming their way through to a semi-final place. In the early kit fixture in the Hellenic Prem, it's worth noting that at half-time, Shrivenham trail Corsham Town by three goals to nil. So it looks like a big first half for Corsham in that one. Corsham wanted to chase and pack to Bishop's Cleave. So, all to play for for the chasing pack. Cleve play tomorrow against Count Town. As a side, just getting ready to come out onto the pitch. Long 11's bench being filled. We'll run through the teams in just a second. Count Williams on the bench this afternoon for Long 11. So we'll run through the teams. For Chippetalbury Town, in goal, Archie Watts, Kyle Wrigley, Matty Tanner, A.D. Harvey, Luke Cousins, Aaron Stevens, Ibrahim Diallo, Keen Ashwood, Sol Price, George Neal, and Josh Pandolfilino. On the bench for Chippetalbury, Liam Jones, Lewis Beezer, Levi Cox, Jamal Sims, and Jake Gardner. Long 11s, they line up as follows. Kane Winman in goal, Will Emery, Luke Troke, Ollie Long, Ed Smiley in the back four. Joe Westrip, Dave Merrick, Sean O'Connor are the midfield. And up front is Ethan Dunbar, Brad Martin and Rudy McKinnon. James Sunley drops out of the team due to a last gasp injury picked up during the week for Hartbury. So that's why he's not in the starting 11 or squad on the match day. He is here though, watching the game. On the subs bench for Long Levens, Ellis Parker, James Barnett, Cam Williams and Charlie Holiday. As the sides come out onto the pitch here in Chipping Sodbury. It's not as cold out here as it is in Gloucester. It was freezing when we left this morning. Can Long Levens do the double over Chipping Sodbury after a 4-1 win at Sawmills in October. As I said, Chipping Sodbury, they'll be up for this. They running out of games to make sure they're definitely going to be clear. Realistically, they might just squeak it without needing to rely on on others too much, similar to Tuffley and Lydney from from back our way, in the sense that there might just be two teams worse off than them come the end of the season, in which case you breathe a sigh of relief, you go again next season, just try to build and make sure you're not in that position again, which Chip and Sodbury realistically shouldn't be in. It's uh, a bit of a weird one. They've, they got transferred into the league, got moved across, as with a number of the teams that moved into the Lennox team, uh, Lennox league, sorry. And you just expected Chip and Sodbury to do a bit better than what they had. They signed some decent players in the summer. Some of those have now gone, the likes of Kai Simpson, who's now gone to Mangotsfield United in the Southern League Division 1 South. So, a couple of players who did come in have since gone and Chip and Sodbury looking to try and rebuild for next year, hoping they're still going to be in the Hellenic Premier come the end of the season. Long Levens away to our right, my right-hand side. In their, their huddle, in their all-blue away strip against Chip and Sodbury in their white shirts with black stripes, white back black shorts and black and white socks. 
Michael Palmer and Craig Mine and dug our way to my left hand side. Been joined today by Tim Hall and with Casey Johnston away, well, working today and the Long Leverance Reserves County Cup game off. They're also being supported by reserve team manager Dale Rawlins, who is assisting them. But it looks like we're nearly ready to get underway here on this live game. Late as planned, later than planned. It's supposed to be a three o'clock kickoff. We're three o two. There will be crazy. There are people out there that, that, that care about that. You know, saying it in the, the least derogatory way. But Long Evans were based on feedback from last week against Formbury, a little bit laboured to victory. Can't afford to do that today, but it's a good surface here at Chip and Solbury, considering the rain, considering the the, the freezing temperatures that sides have seen up and around the, the country and county. So a good little track. We'll be long to kick us off, kicking from right to left as we look in the first Mike. 45 minutes. And we're going to be joined in the standby, Craig Martin. Two rows in front of us. And we're underway here on 7 Sports Saturday Live. Long 11 to kick us off. And Sean O'Connor immediately looks to try and set Ethan Dunbar away on the right-hand side. But it's headed down and hooked away up as far as Ed Smiley. Nods the ball down. And now Long 11 looks to build inside the Chip and Sobbery half. Out on the outside towards Ethan Dunbar again. Just hit him in the back of the heels. Left on. Craig Myers obviously joined us in the stand to be a distraction, which is a comfortable 90 minutes ahead of me. Back with Archie Watts in goal for Chip and Sodbury. Under pressure, plays it up to the halfway line, taken down by Keane Ashwood. Ashwood tries to get out of his feet and play it inside the left hand channel of Long Levens. Ollie Long sweeps it up and hooks it up to the halfway line, flicked on by Rudy McKinnon only as far as Cousins. Cousins looks to dink it forward up towards the forward man. Ed Smiley nips in with a header outside of play for a throw in just in front of the dugout next to Michael Palmer. So you're listening to Seven Sports Saturday Live. Nil-nil in the early stages. Carl Wrigley to take the throw in for Chip and Sodbury. Goes infield. Just won't sit down. Off, out of play by Sean O'Connor against Keane Ashwood. And Wrigley will take a throw in about five yards further forward. We talk about traditionalists not liking that the kickoff time was late. They also definitely won't like the referee wearing under armour and gloves. It's a choice that he's made as Wrigley throws it infield off the knee of Neil hooked away by Ollie Long up to the halfway line swept all the way back to Archie Watts he didn't really like that one he's going to have to get out of his feet Brad Martin closing him Watts able to get it up and away flicked on up into the air by Neil poor from Luke Troke only finds Pandolfino it's picked up again by Price Sol Price and it's now with Ibrahim Adiallo flicked around the corner to this near side Wrigley plays it in field into Ashwood he's seen a lot of the ball in the early going it's now Pandolfino again. Tries to offload it. Gives it away to Luke Troke, who pokes it out of play for a chip and Sodbury throw-in right in front of us here again. As they build up their right-hand side once more with Wrigley. Takes the throw-in up towards Ashwood. It's now Pandolfino again. Turns Luke Troke, plays it off him and wins a throw-in for Long Levens, just in line with the 18-yard box for Long Levens on the left-hand side. Both sides looking to try and get it forward quickly. Trying to play football. Flicked on by Brad Martin and Ibra Diallo. Well. That's a lunge from Wrigley on Rudy McKinnon. 
potentially looked worse than what it did. Referee was right there, just gives the free kick. No further action. And Sean O'Connor will take the free kick wide, wide on the left-hand side, right on halfway. Imagine it'll be a diagonal with Brad Martin looking to bring it away. But Luke Trake plays it short to O'Connor, down the line to Rudy McKinnon. And it's in the one corner I can't fully see from where I'm sat. Rudy McKinnon plays it in field. Starting tackle comes in and Ibrahim Diallo just runs into traffic, but he does well to recycle possession. Sean O'Connor bundles into his man and Will Emery takes it on. Emery up against Ashwood and he's passed him. In fact, it's Sol Price tracking him. Emery in field to Dave Merrick. Merrick gets out of his feet and tries to find Brad Martin. Good foot in and it's up to the halfway line and Ollie Long. On to Ed Smiley on the right-hand side of the, the two. And he and Ollie Long play in between themselves, looking for options forward. Brad Martin tries to make a run. Smiley's ball, not the greatest, but it was asking a lot anyway as Diallo turns, plays it forward, and uh, will run through Carmen, Cameron, George Neal. Good five, six, seven yards offside. And Long Levens will bring it out from the back with Ollie Long. Goes for a diagonal. Luke Troke's going to have to get on his bike if he's going to reach it. Should be dealt with by A.D. Harvey. And it is back to Archie Watts. Troke closed the keeper down, but Watts cleared. Header infield by Sean O'Connor. Taken down by Stevens, And he offloads. It's now a short ball that Ethan Dunbar's nipped in on. And Will Emery recycles it right on the halfway line. Over on the far side. Dinks it forward. Chest down by Brad Martin into Dave Merrick. We've heard that before and seen that before over the years. Westrip just runs away from him slightly, but he's now found Ethan Dunbar on the right side. Skips past his man, challenge came in, and it'll be a throw into Long Levens over on the right-hand side. But a lively start from both sides, trying to get the ball down and playing it around. Looks like it's going to be one of those sorts of games. It's a bit of a flat track here. Archie and Sodbury, as I said, considering the amount of rain and the, the freezing temperatures we've had in the, the southwest and in the whole country, of course, pitch doesn't appear to be too bad Ellis Parker did say when he came off for the warm up though words I cannot say on the radio but he uh, advised that it wasn't, wasn't great, one of the words he did drop in was minging which is a, a word older than his time Archie Watts will take the ball down roll it and kick it up over the halfway line Ed Smiley nips in with a half volley, out of play for a throw in to Jim Sobri on the far side which Matty Tanner will go and take refreshing to see in a world of under armour gloves and long sleeve shirts plenty of short sleeves out on the show Ed Smiley wins the ball and Sean O'Connor skies it up into the air left footed onto the halfway line Ibrahim Adiallo can only head it back into the path of Brad Martin it's now Dunbar just a slightly heavy touch from him and he's run into traffic he bundles over his man Jim Sobri won a free kick referee says no Long 11's play on but then just overplay it and it's now with Cousins Cousins goes long but Will Emery gets a boot on it just to stem it but Sobri looked to bring it forward Ed Smiley cleans it up and clears it out of play for a throwing over on the far side midway into the long 11's half still nil-nil in the Hellenic League Premier Division fixture a reminder that at half time in the early kickoff, Shrivenham nil Corsham Town 3 was the latest score long 11's incredibly find themselves as one of the chasing pack who would have thought that a couple of years ago when the man two rows in front of me took over the helm but as we said three wins from their remaining 12 games 
gives them their highest points tally at this level, which is an exceptional achievement for, for most clubs, let alone the long 11s. You've got to also say that it's a bit of a weird one, looking at that table, that in that year they finished sixth, whereas this year they could finish ninth and easily have 60 points. It's incredible. Ball play forward isn't going to be caught by George Neal, and it goes out of play for a long 11s goal kick. Michael Palmer just giving orders to his side, saying he needs to be 10 yards higher, looking for a bit more. But Winman plays it short to Ed Smiley, who's deep in the right wing-back position after going out and getting the ball for the goal kick. Dinks it forward, Merrick. Just outnumbered in the middle and loses track of where the ball is. Picked up on by Ashwood. Ashwood plays it out onto the far side. Linesman wasn't up with play, but we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Will Emery hooks it out of play for a throw-in. Dave Merrick just momentarily lost the ball there and it allowed Chip and Solbury to get on it. Sol Price holding Smiley off on the far side and it's now with Tanner. Gets it back from Price, goes for another give and go and Sean O'Connor clears it on the edge of the box. Ricochets off Dave Merrick's calf as now with Ibrahima Diallo off the challenge from Ashwood and it's blocked by Joe Westrip out of play for a throw-in Westrip caught him on the back on a cold day that would sting Mike Palmer trying to just tell his players to stay switched on and try and keep the ball a bit better both sides just struggling to really keep it it was a nice passage of play there between Tanner and Price for Chip and Sodbury that nearly worked well for them but it's the other forward for Chip and Sodbury George Neal cuts in on the left hand side pulled back to Price with a strike that's a good save from Kane Women straight at him in the end really but Women looking to try and get his side going forward a little bit slow long levels just to get out but Women will just roll it to the left hand side and Sean O'Connor can bring it forward the captain of the club into Luke Troke, back to Ollie Long. Long Levens are not afraid to try and play it on a, on a new track. Merrick, just slightly heavy touch, but he's able to re- recover and get it out to Ed Smiley on the far side under no real pressure. As I said, Long Levens are more than happy to have the ball. Smiley drills it into Brad Martin, just ricochets away from him, heavy touch comes in from Stevens, but Sodbury recycling it. A diagonal's played. Okay, Kane Winman will let that roll into his box. That's uh, easy enough for him. Still nil-nil live on Seven Sports Saturday Live between Chip and Sodbury and Long Levens. Luke Troke, he's got Rudy McKinnon ahead of him. Brad Martin ahead of him too. Troke just tries to cut in nearly overruns it and it re- kicks it straight at Dave Merrick and now Sodbury recycle the ball. Ollie Long wins the challenge show against George Neal and he knocks it back to Kane Winman. A couple of... Uh, Shouts of encouragement for both sets of players from within their own ranks. Both sets of players sensing they've got something on here if they play the game right. Ollie Long tries to find Ethan Dunbar. Wrigley pulls him back. That should be a free kick to Long Levens, and it is midway into the Chip and Sodbury half on the left hand side. On a pitch like this, when you turned up and you had a look at it, you thought Ethan Dunbar could have a good day today if he gets fed enough of the ball. Dunbar, who scored a hat-trick at Hereford Lads Club a few games ago. But it's a chance for Long Levens, wide on the left-hand side. We know that set-piece-wise, they've got ability to put the ball in the box. And with someone like Ed Smiley, good leap as well, coming around the back at, back post, it's going to be Sean O'Connor 
to play it in wide from the left hand side he drills it in towards that back post area Smiley's not going to get there Merrick was there as well and it's out of play for a goal kick so 3-0 long Levens nil live on 7 Sport we got Josh Evans at Evesham United for us as well I'll just check my phone see if he's messaged me in fact uh, Looks like a lot has happened, so we'll get him to get him to give us a call. So it looks like Hesham have had goals galore in that game. One one. We'll hear more about it from Josh in just a second. This ball's played forward from Wrigley. Header up from Pandolfino. And Brad Martin chests it down before flicking it to Joe Westrip and now Sean O'Connor and Ollie Long gets the ball back from Joe Westrip and he's just waiting for options but we'll come to, to Josh Josh has been goals at the Jubilee Stadium tell us about it uh, it's 1-1 here uh, 15 or so minutes played uh, Limson got the early goal through uh, a deflected effort from Churchill who it was deflected home by Will Armitage I believe it was going wide but um, the defender got a boost on it yeah. and then up the other end 11 minutes gone um, great link up play between Hunt and Simmons uh, the ball was teed up for uh, Gray who then found a yard and knocked home it's been an excellent start here um, both, both sides have got a goal and both looking pretty promising too Perfect. Thanks, Josh. We'll look forward to catching up with you later on in the, in the game. Hopefully, you get more goals for you. Thank you very much. Josh Evans there at the Jubilee, where he's currently Evesham United 1, Lewington Town 1. Here, it's still 0 0. Brad Martin loses out on the halfway line, but then Luke Troke wins the ball. Bit of uh, negative cries coming from Chip and Sodbury bench as to how easy they let Long Levens have the ball back there. Rudy McKinnon into a Brad Martin tries to let run but skips away from him Ibrahim Diallo tries to knock it forward and get his side going with Sol Price Price looking for options ahead of him being tracked by Will Emery Price having to go back to Wrigley looking for options is the, the big defender he's knocked it back to Watts and Long Levens are just trying to hold their line and push up as a unit But Watts plays it long up towards George Neal. Header up from Ollie Long. And again, Neal runs away with it though. Hooked away by Long. Only as far as Sol Price. Long 11's a bit slow to close him. Smiley gets a boot in. Ollie Long's clearance ricochets through. And a great tackle from Luke Troke. But it falls clear. Chance for Matty Tanner. And he skies it. What a golden opportunity for Chip and Sodbury to take the lead. And Matty Tanner has skied it from the middle of the penalty area. Poor from Long Levens to allow him that much space and to not really clear their lines. A good challenge came in from Luke Troke initially. But Matty Tanner, ball fell to him on his left foot, his favourite foot. You'd have fancied the net to be rippling, but for Kane Women to not even be worked. It's a, a tough one. Free kick to Long Levens on halfway then. Diagonal played towards Will Emery. Nods down to Ashwood. 
and Price. And it's now with Aaron Stevens. Loses out to Dave Merrick, onto Brad Martin, into Dunbar. Back towards Brad Martin. Tanner knocks it back to Watts under pressure. And Watts on his left foot plays it high up forward. Merrick tries to keep it in on the halfway line. Does well and he knocks it back to Ollie Long. Comes up over the halfway line. Does Long. Looking for option square of him. He's got one in Dave Merrick. Trying to get out his feet and dink it towards the left hand, right hand side. Sorry, flicked on off a Chip and Sodbury head. The head was Sol Price. Ed Smiley plays it through. Just too heavy. And start play for a corner. Corner ball for Long Levens. The first of the game. The first of the game as well. Goal opportunity. Smiley will go forward. Ollie Long staying back. Luke Troke going over to swing it in. Left footed from the right hand side to an in swinger. As we patiently wait for Luke Troke to deliver it. It's a deep one towards the back post. Watts claims it under pressure. That's played long by Watts. Header comes in from Sean O'Connor. Under pressure from Pandolfino. And Westrip sweeps it well to the right-hand side. Dave Merrick with Dunbar ahead of him. Tries to play it through the gap. Just too wayward. Long Levens bench. Not too happy. Craig Martin's out in front of us. Not happy. But the idea was there from Dave Merrick. Merrick just caught there. We're not looking at the game. That's now a sole price. Price plays it in field to Ashwood and it's back to Cousins. Cousins lays it to Archie Watts. And Long Levens just hold their shape. Still nil nil live on Seven Sports Saturday Live. Watts plays it long. Ed Smiley gets up, beaten to it by George Neal. And Ollie Long half slipped and recovered enough to clear it ahead of sole price. Michael Palmer saying to his side that they've got 10 minutes, long 11s, before he starts changing it. Cam Williams immediately sent to be warmed up. You'd say, based on the opening exchanges, that Dave Merrick could be in the firing line. But Michael Palmer and Craig Martin will be expecting more from their side as the flag goes up against George Neal. And it's still nil-nil. Just coming up to... Sort of, Midway between the quarter of an hour to the 20-minute mark. Still nil-nil live on 7 Sport. Winman will take the free kick. Long Levens just needing to find that next gear. They've settled OK into the game, as have Sodbury, to be fair to them. Just lacking that little bit of quality, both sides. Martin misses the header and it ricochets off Rudy McKinnon to Luke Troke on the left-hand side of the box. Cuts back, goes for a shot, scuffs it. Ethan Dunbar with a chance. Flag goes up late. It was saved anyway by Archie Watts. But that's better from Long Levens. Luke Troke getting involved right at the back post. Cut back onto his right foot. Didn't quite catch it. Dunbar pounced. Flag went up late, as I said, but probably the correct decision from where we're sat. Uh, still chipping so bring it along 11 to nil. 
had a text message coming from Josh Evans to say that there is a third goal at the Jubilee. Eastern United have taken the lead through Kyle Belmont. So having been 1-0 down, Eastern lead there, two goals to one. Looking elsewhere, looks like Sirencester Town have gone 1-0 up in their top of the table clash with Froome. Thornbury nil, Brimscombe and Frapp nil. Totten one, Cinderford nil. And it's like Shortwood a 2-0 down against Sirencester Development. As a strike comes in from distance, wayward from Sol Price still nil nil. Good effort in the end. Fairford Town trail by a goal to nil at Hereford Lads Club. Gloucester City a 1-0 down away at Blythe Spartans and what is probably going to be a you know, massive fixture for Gloucester. They probably could do with winning it there. So coming together on the halfway line sees Will Emery and I believe it is Matty Tanner who's they've sort of ran into each other on the halfway line boots sort of half up from both of them and they've just caught each other be a bit of a painful one the free kick's gone along Levens' way but Chippen's probably not happy with that one Fairford Town Reserves lead three goals to one in the County Cup against Whitecroft so they are sailing into the next round we're 3-0 up at half time of course just looking elsewhere Looks like it's still 0-0 at the game between Bradford Town and Tuffley Rovers. That's a top end of the table versus the bottom end of the table clash. Hartbury University of 5 0 up against Wellington. And it looks like Westfield are a goal down against Royal Whitton Bassett, which could be a, a big scoreline if Bassett were to get something at Westfield. And Westbury United have got a goal up against Hallen. So a lot going on in the Hellenic Prem at the moment this afternoon. Matty Tanner's getting treatment in front of us here. Will Emery's back up on his feet. Will Emery got up pretty quickly after the, the coming together. Seems to be okay. But Tanner definitely caught the brunt of it. And then ironically the free kick's gone against him. There's been another goal at... Cinder Lane, Fairford Town Reserves now lead four goals to one. As I said, sailing through into the next round of the County Cup. Obviously, Long Levens Reserves were due to play in that one, but that was called off this morning against Viney St. Swivens. But we're going to get started with a free kick for Long Levens on the halfway line. Ed Smiley dinks forward towards. Ethan Dunbar was pretty wayward from Ed Smiley in the end. Hooked forward and it's headed down by Smiley and it's given Ollie Long something to chase. He's got Pandolfino closing in and Ollie Long slid in, played off the Sobri man and started to play sure. for a long living throwing deep in the corner. If you're looking for written updates for the game, Chip and Sodbury are tweeting the matches we go on. But keep listening for live action. Still nil-nil here in Chip and Sodbury. That's long 11s. Just need to up the 
ante a little bit, settled into their flow all right, but neither side really showing much quality. O'Connor skies up into the air and Willemi misses his kick completely. Now with Sol Price. Price on the left-hand side of the box for Sodbury, just looking for options, looking for help as he's just getting outnumbered. And Rudy McKinnon nips in. McKinnon tries to inject a bit of urgency with Joe Westrip on the halfway line. Westrip tries playing the gap towards Ethan Dunbar. Not enough on the pass, though. Wrigley almost does likewise. And it's out to go back to Archie Watts and A.D. Harvey. Played long, header down from Westrip. And Ibrahim Diallo just shins it forward, ricochets off Neil and it's now with Joe Westrip in field to Luke Troke who leaves for Sean O'Connor again each other's way and Joe Westrip has the ball but free kick's given Sean O'Connor guilty man Judge was just pulled back Keen Ashwood Kane women in golf along 11 so I right inside telling his side what he thinks of that passage of play just messy from long 11 so it wasn't quality at all Michael Palmer telling his side it's got to be better again. But Cousins will take the free kick and it's a chance to, to load it into the Long Levens box and see what they're made of. Cousins does that towards the back post. Ollie Long lets it run and shall play for a goal kick. It's always just going to be that little bit too heavy for the back post. And it was a comfortably out of play. In the end, it was Aaron Stevens who was the. I'm sorry, it was Aidy Harvey, sorry, who got forward for Chip in Sodbury. But got nowhere in the end, really. And Wimbledon will get us underway with a goal kick. Skied up into the air for Shin, ricochets. Prize of handball against Ibrahim Diallo. Referee says yes. His right hand was away from the body. It was always going to be given. And Long Levens have a free kick. About 10 to 15 yards in the Chip and Sodbury half. Slightly right of centre, but he's still in that central strip. Sean O'Connor is over it. Ed Smiley trying forward to go to the back post to make the late run, as he's done many times over the years. O'Connor swings it in towards Brad Martin. Just slightly behind him, and it's going to fall away. Chance for Sodbury to bring it forward. Ollie Long steps in on the halfway line ahead of George Neal and now Long Levens can bring it forward. Ball from Ollie Long to Ed Smiley in the left wing position. Header comes down by Harvey. That's now Sol Price. Runs straight into Joe Westwood. That's so aimless. That's now Rudy McKinnon from distance. Just doesn't catch the strike and he drags it wide. Still chipping to Aubrey Neal. Long Levens nil, but that's better from Long Levens getting the ball. Trying to play it a bit quicker. Rudy McKinnon moments before that free kick. You know, broke on the halfway line. Tried to inject that bit of pace. And again there, when Nolly Long stepped into it, trying to play it quickly, trying to you know, up the tempo when they own the ball in a chip and Sobbury half. Really making an over on the right-hand side. Dunbar's come over to the left. Just need to get closer to Brad Martin. It's so compact in that central position. Dave Merrick's having to almost play deeper than he would like. And Ibrahim Diallo is tracking him all the way. So it's leaving Brad Martin against two centre-halves. Long Evans just need to almost commit a winger to come a little bit central. Tanner plays it forward. Emery steps onto it. And it's now Joe Westrup under pressure. Slightly heavier first touch than you'd have liked. But he does well to get out his feet. And Ed Smiley plays it forward to Will Emery, who almost steps on the ball and sits on it. And it's out of play for a trip and Sobby throwing right on the halfway line. It wasn't a particularly good-looking pass from Ed Smiley, but 
will Emery be disappointed he didn't do better with it? Now sole price plays it up off Emery and Rudy McKinnon takes over. Merrick into Emery and a nice little triangle form. 1-2 with McKinnon and Brad Martin. Again, McKinnon trying to do well. Sean O'Connor's going to be flagged offside if the ball played forward. Again, a bit of a late flag from the linesman. Keeper Archie wants to come out anyway. But again, just before that, Rudy McKinnon, again, just trying to inject that bit of pace. Plays the 1-2 with Brad Martin. Goes for the give and go. Open that triangle up with Merrick and, and Emery. And that's what Long Levens need to do. Just keep trying to move it quickly, make those spaces and runs for each other, but it needs to do it more than just in one area of the pitch. Chip and Sobbery play short, and Cousins tries to drill it long. It was a low, flat ball forward, straight out of play for a long level throw it, and he's got his head in his hands. He knows that he's better than that, and that Chip and Sobbery need better than that. Michael Palmer still bellowing instructions to his side. With Emery. A couple of half out calls for handball there against... Uh, handball. Foul throw, sorry, against him. Not given. Smiley dinks it forward. Brad Martin flicks on ahead of Cousins. Hooked away towards the halfway line. And Sean O'Connor steps into it. Looking for space and options. And he's got it in Luke Troke on the left. Troke just cuts in. Side steps his man. Troke still going. Cutting it in field to Dave Merrick. He gets it out of his feet. Tries to go back in towards Ethan Dunbar. Now Rudy McKinnon on towards Brad Martin. Nearly perfect. Cousins takes too long on the ball. Challenge comes in. Long 11's won a free kick. Not given. And now suddenly the ball's played on his near side to Pandolfino. Up against Ollie Long in a one-on-one. Sean O'Connor is there too. Pandolfino has a look and has to cut it back. And his pass is a bit of a poor one. Sole price has to... Basically, stop still, get the ball to Ibrahim Diallo, and all 11s have got nine of their 11 players back. Tanner into Ashwood. Ball cut forward, and Ed Smiley steps into it, and now it's with Rudy McKinnon on the right-hand side. Suddenly, he looks to try and get long 11s forward quickly again. Tries to find Ethan Dunbar on his near side, just ever so slightly behind him, and Wrigley is able to get there. Dinks it up to the halfway line, and that'll play via Luke Troke for... The Chippin' Solbury throw-in. Still nil-nil, live on Seven Sports Saturday Live. We'll have a, a live game next week as well. With Tuffley Rovers versus Bishop's Cleave. And in the week after, Long Levens versus Bishop's Cleave. So, plenty of Bishop's Cleave to come. As the Hellenic League reaches fever pitch. At both ends of the table, it's got to be said. Half hour played in this one. It's played away by Ollie Long out play for a throw in. Carl Wrigley wasn't too happy that a free kick wasn't given the four chip and sort of moments ago. But it'll be him to take the throw in. Now with Ashwood, plays it up off West Strips. Going to run out of play for a corner if it goes. And the goal kick is given. Linesman is overruled by the referee. The referee's given corner. Uh, Linesman's given goal kick. The referee is given a corner. And now he's changed the decision. And he's given a goal kick. In my last update, I told you that Tuffley Rovers were nil-nil with Bradford Town. It's now Bradford Town 3. Tuffley Rovers nil. Three quick-fire goals for Bradford. That's why they're up towards the top of the table. And the flag goes up for offside against Long Levens again. 
<laughs> Still nil nil. In this one. Archie Watts is going to come and take the free kick for Chip in Sodbury. Sodbury, have the ball on the edge of the long 11's box. Shot comes in from Price. Good save from Kane Women's beating it away. Good double up save. The flag was up anyway. It was uh, Tanner coming in once more. Kane Women did very well to recover and save it again. It was a shot from distance from Sol Price that he's managed to beat up. And if the one criticism of Kane Women there is it was straight in the middle of the goal that he beat it out to. We recovered well to save it, even if it was offside. Still. Nil nil. Women take the free kick. Just slightly slipped, but it ricochets forward off the flat one, straight to Ibrahim Diallo on the halfway line for Chip and Sodbury. And now Tanner, who's got forward a couple of times for Chip and Sodbury, looked quite dangerous himself. Fizzes it into Neil and now Price looking for options on this near side. Luke Trek wins the header though. Now Ashwood able to turn. He's got Pandolfino to this near side. Up against Ethan Dunbar. Dunbar's sticking to him like glue and does well to get a boot in and start a play for Chip and Sodbury. Throw it. But Wrigley takes quickly to Ashwood. Under pressure from Dave Merrick. He's got nowhere to go really. Plays it up off Merrick and Merrick nearly wins possession ball play forward Troke steps into and it's now with Sean O'Connor fantastic work from Luke Troke it's got to be said Sean O'Connor's ball's a bit wayward and it's out of play for Sodbury throw in again no real quality from either side in that final decision making and that's why it's still Chip and Sodbury nil long Levens nil remember we started 2022, last weekend with a nil-nil. Got to see in their match last week against Boston United. There's been another goal in Froome. It is now Froome nil, Sirencester two. Fantastic scoreline coming in for Sirencester Town, who will go top of that division if it stays the same. Formbury have gone one nil up against Brimscombe and Frupp. And Bradford Town have gone falling up against Tuffley Rovers. But it's a free kick for Jim and Sobbery, wide on the left-hand side. A chance to play it into the box. It's a, a long one in there. Header comes in from Aaron Stevens, but it's out of play for a goal kick. Uh, Willand Rovers have gone 1-0 up against Slimbridge. 1-0 in that one. And in the 81st minute, it's Charlfield 1, Chalford 2 in the Northern Senior League Division 1. Ollie Long plays it forward towards Joe Westrip underneath his feet and it's picked up by Dave Merrick. Back to Sean O'Connor and now on to Ed Smiley. Infield from Will Emery and Joe Westrip can bring it forward. Westrip looking for options. He has one in Ethan Dunbar. Dunbar looking to try and inject pace and run at the Sodbury back line. It's now Dave Merrick. He's got 
options with Will Emery on the right. Yeah! And it just rushed a blow to the head from Will Emery. And he skies the cross, poor cross in the end from Emery. And it's still 0 0. In a big game in the Hellenic Prem, it is Morven Town 1, Cribs 1. With Bishop Schlieff not playing until tomorrow, 1-1 in that fixture does neither side any favours. Hartbury University are now 8-0 up against Wellington. But here, still 0-0. Ball out of play for a throw-in to Long Levin. It's just on the halfway line. In fact, it's just two steps into the Chip and Sobbery half. Throw forward, Brad Martin just gets enough on the header. It's now Dave Merrick, knocks it back to Westrip. Got Luke Troke to the left-hand side. Troke just skips away from him, went to go for a header forward, but Pandolfino's done well. His ball forward, though, shocking. Straight to Ollie Long, who can now step onto it and run up to the halfway line under no challenge. McKinnon offloads to Merrick and back with Luke Troke. Troke into Rudy McKinnon. Just didn't sit down for him cleanly. But McKinnon's got the ball back, goes for a back heel, and he's just playing on the left-hand side, cuts back in field to Westrip, and Luke Troke on the halfway lets it run across him and fizzes it to the right-hand side. Ed Smiley picking the ball up now and knocking it in field to Westrip, dinks it over the, the corner towards Ethan Dunbar, who's going to press half pull back. Long 11 seem interested in that one, referee saying just a coming together between Matty Tanner and Ethan Dunbar, and not enough to warrant a foul. And what potentially could have been a red card if it was going to be given. But a chance here for Archie Watts to get the ball forward for Chip and Sodbury and get his side playing up further the pitch. But header comes in and then Sky straight up into the air from Harvey. And Rudy McKinnon does well to hold off Pandolfino and cut in field against Ashwood. Fantastic play from the former Tuffley Rovers man. Knocks it to the far side now when Ed Smiley had to go and chase it a little bit, but he's got it through to Will Emery. Down towards Ethan Dunbar, who's in behind his man. Dunbar into the box. Tries to cut it back, plays it up off Harvey. He's done enough to clear it. Dunbar knocks it back to Will Emery, but wasn't alert enough. Will Emery steps onto it now on the corner of the box. Knocks it back to Westrip. Square to Sean O'Connor. Dave Merrick's got his arms up in the air, wanting a ball. Just a little bit slow from Long Levens here. Smiley into Emery. And it's now Joe Westrip. Westrip on the corner of the box to Ed Smiley in the right wing. Oh, dinks it up. Brad Martin goes for the header. Good save. Archie Watts to his left-hand side. Good ball in from Ed Smiley. Just stood it up. Brad Martin did enough to get the header and sent it into that corner. Just sneaking in, Archie Watts had to get there and he did well to hold it. And it looks like Kyle Wrigley is struggling. <laughs> in fact, the physio is coming on to take a look at him. But who'd have thought it? Right, right winger, Ed Smiley, nearly creating a goal there. Better from Long Levin, so much, much, much better. And Brad Martin, who would love a goal. I wouldn't for my bank balance, owe him a pound a goal for this season. Same with Rudy McKinnon. But Long Levin's just showing a glimpse of quality there. And again, we talked about it before the game, and I mentioned it during the game, that it just screams like Ethan Dunbar should do well on a pitch like this. And 
He has shown flashes with Emery and Joe Westrip there doing likewise. But it looks like a water break is going to happen because another Sudbury player has gone down over on the far side. I think it might be Matty Tanner again, feeling the effects from the coming together earlier on. So a water break is going to be had by Long Levens and Chip and Sudbury. Michael Palmer saying to a side that he's wanted more. I imagine a man sat a couple of rows in front of me. He's going to want more as well from his side. Long Levens showing flashes. That's it. Flashes of quality. Likewise, Sudbury, to be fair to them, have had a couple of chances too. Came women having to beat out an effort from Sol Price and making a good recovery save, despite the fact it was offside in the end. But he still had to make the save. I'll still give him confidence that he showed reactions to make it. And Matty Tanner looks to be in a spot of bother. Second time he has gone down for treatment following that challenge. I think a substitution might be getting called. Michael Palmer talking to Brad Martin about how he wants him to impact the game and try and get involved. hard for, for Martin as we said earlier on that you know with the way Long Levens are shaped up it allows for you know potentially Dave Merrick to support him but Merrick's being tracked by Ibrahim Diallo making it very difficult and there's just been a few times where Martin's been that isolated against two centre halves and a big centre halves and it makes it very very difficult to get in and around him Dale Rawlings walking over to give his verdict to Craig Martin What you have to remember is there's still plenty left in this game. A half and a bit still to go, and it's still nil-nil. Long Levens left it late last week, and uh, they might have to leave it till second half this week, depending on how the game goes. But Sodbury have shown, as I said, flashes that you know they have something about them as well. So Long Levens have got to be wary. As Archie Watts takes the goal kick, Watts. His ball was headed down by Smiley and then played long. Oyelong takes it on the thigh and then it just took an unnatural divot and stuck in the turf. And Oyelong's had to hook it out of play for a throw in. In line with the 18 yard line for Chip and Sodbury to try and force that opener. Three and a half minutes to go plus any additional time at the end of this first half. Despite the fact it's been nil nil and there has been. A lack of quality from both sides. It's been not the worst half of football we've seen this year. Let's put it that way. As Brad Martin plays into Dave Merrick. Back to Brad Martin again. Sean O'Connor tries to fizz it forward. Dave Merrick will give some chasing of it onto the left-hand side. Dave Merrick up against Harvey. Merrick looking to get to the byline. Cuts it back onto his right foot. Cuts it back. Sean O'Connor in the edge of the box. Takes aim. Good save by Watts. Brad Martin's there. Tries to get back. Linesman isn't up to play... And it's chipped straight back to Archie Watts anyway from the left-hand side. But it's a fantastic bit of build-up again from Long Levens. Again, their joy and they've looked good when they've played it quickly in that, that inter, inter-lock-in play. Merrick did well to cut it back on his right foot, had the presence of mind to look up. Just side-foot it across to Sean O'Connor on the edge of the box, got it at his feet. 
went back across towards the keeper's right and it was a good save from Watts he's made a couple of good stops now and still nil nil Long Evans in the half strong they've grown into it in the last five minutes or so but it'll be Wrigley take the throw in over McKinnon ricochets off Ollie Long and it's played up to Wrigley again side foot's forward straight to the chest of Luke Troke and Ollie Long just bats it forward heavy touch from Cousins it's back to Archie Watts under pressure from Brad Martin he knocks it to Aaron Stevens plays it long Sean O'Connor steps into it with side foot volley and it's up over Brad Martin through to Archie Watts Watts goes for a side-winding kick. Skips all the way through to Sol Price. He's looked quite lively for Ship and Sodbury. But as I say that, he's hooked it straight to Ed Smiley. Longlevens just trying to play a triangle under pressure. Around the corner from Brad Martin into Dave Merrick. This is better again. Slip through towards Ethan Dunbar. Can he get there ahead of Watts? Watts does very well to come out of his goal and get there ahead of the speedy Longlevens forward. Ellis Parker saying to me before the game that Archie Watts is a very, very good goalkeeper. And he's proven it so far in this opening 45 minutes. A couple of decent saves. Good awareness from the keeper, knowing exactly where his good starting position needs to be. And now Sodbury tried to bring it forward. But as I say that, George Neal, poor touch, hooked away. Rudy McKinnon trying to press, and it's now with Kyle Wrigley. Didn't really fancy it. Played to him as it did. It sort of bounced up just as it got to him. And now pressure as it's back to Watts again. There's been a lot of that. Long Nevin's pressing it all the way back to Archie Watts. Smiley plays it forward. Rick McKinnon goes for a header. Ricochets away to Dave Merrick. Merrick just sidesteps, knocks it back to Luke Troke. And he plays it forward up towards McKinnon again. Off the Sodbury man. It's hooked forward. Flicked by Pandolfino. And Ollie Long does well against Neil. But Neil wins it against Luke Troke. And wins a throw in to Chip and Sodbury. Kyle Wrigley will come forward to take the throw in. Up 15, 20 yards into the long 11's half. A chance for him to get it up the line. McKinnon wins the header though. Ibrahim Diallo scrapping for it with Dave Merrick. And Joe Westrup slides in too. And again, Westrup again pushed in the back by Ibrahim Diallo. Referee says no. Merrick scrapping for it too. And it comes short. Westrup being pulled all over the place by Diallo. It's what we said. And now there's grappling on the, the ground with Diallo and Westrup. O'Connor and Long pulling Diallo off him. Much ado enough nothing. They both shake each other's hand. Long ball forward from Sean O'Connor to Brad Martin on the left-hand side up against his man. Martin just loses out and it's out of play for a goal kick. Charlie Watts will take his time over. We've played a minute of additional time at the end of this first 45 so I imagine the referee's looking at his watches he's pressing buttons on his watches could be half time as soon as this ball is kicked it's 2-1 to Eastram at half time in the other game that Josh Evans is watching for us Archie Watts takes it referee doesn't blow for half time and we play on flicked on by Pandafino and it's ricocheted to Pandafino again Ed Smiley steps onto it plays it up into the car park away to our left hand side behind us 
thrown down the line by Wrigley. Troke steps in, he's kept it alive. Troke keeps it in. Pandolfino tracking him, pulls him down, referee gives a free kick. Chip and Sodbury not happy, but the referee was there. Ari Long visited into Westrip. Westrip in the centre circle offloads to Ed Smiley on the far side. Smiley into Will Emery. Just steps into traffic. There's Emery and Sodbury now looking to make one final challenge on the Long Levens goal, but Long Levens just stand their ground, smiling O'Connor with it. And Ollie Long can play it diagonally towards Luke Troke over Pandafino to Troke. Troke just standing his man up, trying to cut in field. Can't quite see in that far corner. You can see them both scrapping for it. Troke tries to flash it across the face of goal. It's going to go out of play for a goal kick, and that probably is going to be that for the half. Two and a half minutes of additional time played. Although saying that, Talon did go down twice for a treatment. Potentially could be another minute to go. But either way, Archie Watts will slowly go and walk over to get the ball. Got to say, with some of the score lines that are floating around in the Hellenic Prem, Chip and Sodbury getting a point today isn't a bad result, especially with Tuffley Rovers getting pulled apart by Bradford Town. Have a quick look while Watts sets himself for the goal kick. Wolves lead 1-0 against Southampton in the Premier League at half-time. Raul Jimenez with the goal there. Bristol Rovers nil, Hartlepool nil. Sirencester lead two goals to nil at half-time. Cheltenham Town a 1-0 up against Charlton Athletic. And it's Northampton nil, Forest Green nil in the top of League 2 clash there. O'Connor plays it forward to Brad Martin, round the corner to Dave Merrick. And now Rudy McKinnon wide on the left-hand side. Up against Kyle Wrigley. And if he can beat his man, he's got space ahead of him. McKinnon cuts it back to O'Connor, central, and he lays it onto Will Emery, right-hand side, plays it in towards the box, header clear, and it's going to fall to O'Connor again. He's probably had Long Levens' best chance of the game so far. And there goes the half-time whistle. So half-time, Chip and Sodbury nil, Long Levens nil in the Hellenic Premier. A game that's just screaming for a bit of quality, whichever side comes out for the second half and takes initiative and you know can find that quality, will obviously... Go on to win the game the way it's going. As I said, Evesham United lead two goals to one against Limington in the Southern League Division 1 South as well, where Josh is watching that for us. But we're going to go for a break here from our live match in Chip and Sodbury, where it's currently Chip and Sodbury nil, along Levens nil. If you're along Levens, you just hope for that little bit more quality. But likewise, Chip and Sodbury are showing flashes too. Chances for Sol Price, who stung the palms of Kane women. And you've got to say, Sol Price has looked very, very good for Sodbury. Matty Tanner as well at left back had that glorious opportunity where he somehow skied it from within the Long Levens penalty area for Long Levens. Sean O'Connor's had an effort from the edge of the box saved by Archie Watts, who also made a great save to keep out of Brad Martin header. But at the break, it's Chip and Sodbury nil, Long Levens nil, and we'll be back after this. Welcome back to Seven Sports Saturday Live. We're keeping Sodbury for Chip and Sodbury Town versus Long Levens in the Hellenic Premier at half time. It's currently 0 0. Both sides coming out onto the pitch for the second half. 
the man in front of me just warming up, Cam Williams, could be one that is likely to feature in this second half. There was a bit of discord between the two benches in terms of what they wanted to do from their uh, respective sides and what they expected from their sides going forward. But both sides will fancy this. Coming into the second half, nil-nil. Both sides will fancy their chances going into a 45 minutes. It's a massive one for the Chip and Sodbury for their season with some of the other scorelines that are coming in and around Tuffley Rovers being absolutely pulled apart 5-0 by Bradford Park at uh, Bradford Town at the moment. But both sides out for the second half. Looks like Chip and Sodbury ready to get us underway for the second 45. But a reminder that in our other game, Eastern United lead two goals to one against Limington Town. Josh Evans is there for us for that one. So we'll find out how they're getting on. But we just kicked off the second half. Jim Sodbury looking to get forward straight away and lose out. Joe Westrip slides in. Brad Martin and suddenly it's a chance for Long Levin straight away. Brad Martin saved by Archie Watts. Merrick tries to get there. Hacked away. Only as far as Rina McKinnon. McKinnon. That's in. What a start to the second half for Long Levens, who have broken the deadlock inside the first minute of the second 45. Chip and Sodbury will be absolutely kicking themselves for the way they've given it away like that. Westrip nipped onto it, slipped in Brad Martin to be fair to him on his right foot. Doesn't always hit it first time. He does that time. Archie Watts gets a boot on it, turns it to Dave Merrick, comes clear to Rudy McKinnon and you've got to say it's come to Rudy McKinnon in a similar position from where Matty Tanner skied an effort in the first 45 minutes this time Rudy McKinnon keeps his head he leads Archie wants no chance he's cost me a quid and Long Levens lead by a goal to nil and what a goal they needed that Long Levens it looks like I'm trying to have a look I think Matty Tanner may have gone off at half time I'll know in a second I can't really see down to the left hand side but it looks like Jim and Sodbury have also changed shape, let alone personnel. Yeah, they have. It looks like number 17 has come on for Matty Tanner. Number 17 being Jake Gardner over on that far side for Chip and Sodbury, who now trail by a goal to nil, who now need to come out with long levens in this second half. And boy, did this game need a goal. It's got it, and it's got it within the first 60 seconds of the second half. Whatever Mike Palmer, whatever Craig Martin have said to their side, it's worked. But Sobri come down the other end, and what a chance that was for Josh Pandafino. Middle of the box, chance to head it towards goal, and he's just got the header completely wrong, and it's out of play for a goal kick, which Kane Winman takes quickly. Smiley dinks to Will Emery. Long Evans tr- uh, straight away trying to play the ball quicker and Will Emery just runs into traffic but he tries to barge his way through it's now with Cousins clear straight away to Ed Smiley and a ricochet away but a free kick is given for a pullback from Emery on Cousins anyway Cousins will take the free kick. 
about five yards into the Sudbury half on his left hand side thinks it's straight into that far corner that I can't actually see into which is a, a frustration looks like the ball's gone out of play for Chip and Sodbury throwing Sodbury looking to find their way back into the game but they trail by a goal to nil really McKinnon's effort the difference between the two sides out of play for a throw in just waiting for a ball to be returned in order for the game to get back going again James Barnett warming up in front of us here Just a little bit of a delay in getting the ball back into the field. But if you just joined us and you missed the start of the second half or the start of the game, Long Levens lead by a goal to nil. Rudy McKinnon scoring inside the opening 60 seconds of the second half. Still waiting for this ball to come onto the pitch. He's taking an eternity. Looks like it's going to be a free kick in the end for Long Levens. As I said, in that left corner from where I'm sat, I literally can't see a thing. The duckouts are, are in the way. Apologies if you can hear too much background noise as well. It's a little bit loud with children at the minute. But the ball's played forward. Ibrahim Diallo's got the ball at his feet and it's hooked forward towards Will Emery. He fizzled it to Rudy McKinnon. Goes round the corner towards Brad Martin. It's in. Brad Martin. Archie Watts comes out. Martin slides it past him. And it's 2 0 to Long Levens. Brad Martin doubling the visitors' lead. In a fantastic second half so far. Not for my bank account. It's another pound I owe. And it's 2 0 to Long Levens. So Long Levens lead two goals nil against Chip and Sodbury now. And this is exactly what Long Levens should have been doing in the first half. That little bit of quality. Rudy McKinnon, fantastic. Ball forward. Brad Martin, good presence of mind. To know where Archie Watts was. And to just slide it past him into the bottom corner. What can Sodbury do to get back into it? Can they get back into it? Lost 4-1 at Saw Mills, remember? 2-0 down now. Brad Martin's chest down for Joe Westrip. Down the line to Ethan Dunbar. Into Brad Martin. And Ethan Dunbar's been absolutely battered in front of us here. The linesman's flagged for it. It was uh, number six. Who is... 
Aaron Stevens just absolutely ran through Ethan Dunbar then. Long Levin's bench are absolutely furious. Referee didn't see it himself, so can't really do anything about it. The linesman's won the flag for the foul. Sean O'Connor to take the free kick. Right in front of us here on the right-hand side. Long Levin's lead by two goals to nil. Played long. Header comes in from Joe Westrip. Nearly getting himself on the score sheet there. What an unlikely goal scorer that would have been. Message to come in. The big message. The one we're waiting for. Long Levin's chairman, Mark Cornell, text and say, we've got you on commentating on loudspeaker in the club. We're loving this up the Levens. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Reminder, you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast at 7sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7sport on Facebook, and info at 7sport.co.uk on the email. And if you're just joining us, it's been a double salvo in the second half for Long Levens. 0-0 at the break, and then two goals in the opening five minutes or so of the second half. It's put Long Levens 2-0 up. There's been a couple of goals at Evesham, where Josh Evans is. Looks like Evesham lead three goals to two now. Two goals in as many, well, about five minutes there have uh, seen Evesham be pegged back and then go back in front. We'll catch up with Josh as this second half goes on. And we'll have a look around the grounds in a moment. But the key one here is that Chip and Sodbury trail Long Levens by two goals to nil. After what was a bit of a slow first 45 from both sides, it's got to be said. The real lack of quality. All played forward. Up towards Brad Martin, not down to Rudy McKinnon, the two goal scorers for Long Levens on the day. McKinnon grabbing the assist for Brad Martin's second. The ball played forward towards Ibrahim Diallo. Stepped into by Gardner. And now suddenly Sodbury looks to come forward down the right-hand side. Still going. It's Gardner cut back towards Neil. Ricochets away on the edge of the box. And Sean O'Connor sweeps it clear. Skied up into the air by Stevens. Touchdown by Ed Smiley. And he can bring it clear for Long Levens. Into Brad Martin. Back to Ed Smiley again. He dinks it forward into no man's land. And no one. That's back with Archie Watts in goal for Chipping Sodbury. Luke Troke wins the header and it's now with Dave Merrick in the middle of the Chipping Sodbury half. Good triangle between him, McKinnon and Martin. Martin tries to slide it into Dave Merrick. Dave Merrick's legs aren't going to take him to that ball. He's not as fast as he used to be as Dave Merrick. Still is effective though. Fair for 2-0 down in their match. Second goal conceded after the break there for them. It looks like Hartbury have won eight goals to nil in their game against Wellington. And here, Chip and Sobbury nil, Long Levens two. We were throwing into the Chip and Sobbury box, headed down by Brad Martin in towards Rudy McKinnon, hooked up into the air, up into the Chip and Sobbury sky, not down by Westrip, and then likewise is scuffed back into the area, cries for a pass back. Going to get ignored. It's a defender. Cousins had no intention of skying it 10 yards behind him back to the keeper at all. Will Emery's header back 
falls kindly for Long Levens, and it's hooked back to Kane Winman by Ollie Long. Winman rolls it to the left hand side to Ollie Long. Long into McKinnon and Long's found himself in a left wing back position and Luke Troke knocks it through. Gardner claims for a throw in, wins the throw in inside the chip in Sodbury half. So Long Levens lead two goals to nil and they're in a great position here to make it six points to go for the highest level points to this level. Which, you know, you may say it out loud is some achievement. Brad Martin flicks it around the corner and Lily finds Dave Merrick hooked up into the air. Header down of age Joe Westrip, but Sean O'Connor gets there. And it's now Ed Smiley. The sixth goal's gone in. Bradford Town six. Toughly Rovers nil. Chip and Sodbury 2-0 down here. We'll be hoping that those sort of results keep coming. Sides below them. As I said at the start of the broadcast and, and during that first half that Chip and Sodbury are probably going to get lucky in a sense that there's going to be at least two sides worse than them come the end of the season. But Sodbury looked to bring it forward down the left-hand side. Diallo has to go back to Ashwood and it's played long by Harvey. Knocks down by Luke Troke to Dave Merrick around the corner to Westrip who flicks it likewise to Merrick Merrick offloads to Rudy McKinnon on the halfway line on the left hand side and a chance for him to cut to the right dinks it towards Will Emery chest down comes in from Cousins there's a, a needed chest in but Long Levens recycle possession with Ethan Dunbar now Joe Westrip on the left hand side McKinnon central and he dinks it forward towards Ethan Dunbar he fancies it Watts comes and it just spills slightly but Watts is able to Leap onto it. Sodbury now looking to attack down their right-hand side, but Ollie Long does well to get there ahead of Pandolfino. And we've nearly played a quarter of an hour in this second half so far, and Dave Merrick is going to come off for Karen Williams, which was the expected change. I think the way the first half went, we kind of thought that it could be happening. Mike Palmer did warn Dave Merrick and did warn the side that changes were afoot if they didn't improve. They've approved for the second half, but Merrick, his race has run and he's going to be replaced by Cam Williams, who joins the fray into the centre of midfield. And look to shore things up for Long Levens as they try and protect, protect and defend this two goal lead that they've now obtained with two quick fire goals in the, the second half. Goals from Rudy McKinnon. And Brad Martin, first five minutes or so into the second half. And that's the difference between the two sides at the moment. But Chip and Sodbury will have a throw midway into the long 11th half over on the far side. And they've made a change as well. Number 15, Levi Cox coming onto the field. Kyle Wrigley going off. No, it's not, in fact. It's... Neil George Neil that's gone off I believe but chance here for Gardner to get the ball in the box so a poor cross in the end out of play for a goal kick and that's for Kane Women to take his time over Long Levens two goals to the good know that 
they will take another step to where they want to be for the end of the season. With a big win here, but there's uh, still plenty of games to go for both sides, as we said. Chip and Sobri's need is probably greater than Long Levens wanting to survive in Hellenic Prem. But with the sides below them losing, it's not the end of the world this afternoon. But Sodbury, with that big win last week, they uh, put themselves in a decent position. It's still in Chip and Sodbury's hands, which is what they want at this stage of the season. It's what any side would want, knowing that what you're playing for is in your hands and that you have control over what you're playing for. If uh, Chip and Sodbury can stay up in this division, it's a fantastic achievement for them. But throw in for Jim Tobri on the halfway line on the left hand side. Looking to try and get themselves back into the game. Throw down the line. Header out of play. That's hooked away for another Chip and Tobri throw in. It was Will Emery who hooked it. Levens just trying to not weather the storm as such, but just trying to keep Chip and Sobri at an arm's length away. And they're doing a pretty good job of it so far, it's got to be said. It's not been too bad defensively. And that is going to be the biggest commentator's curse. We know that. It looks like Charlie Holiday is getting stripped off ready to go. Could be the end for maybe Rudy McKinnon. Could even be for Brad Martin today. Be interesting to see who does come off. But Martin knocks around the corner to Williams. He goes in search of Ethan Dunbar. Archie Watts, good starting position from him. He lets it come in to his box. And it's right on the left corner of the box that he collects it. And the ball's driven away straight to Sean O'Connor. But then ricochets off Rudy McKinnon. Neither side able just to keep possession here. Jay Westrip steps into it. And now it's Rudy McKinnon again. McKinnon goes for a ball forward into Brad Martin. Back to McKinnon. And Martin tries to step over. They run into each other. And now Chip and Sobri bring the ball forward over on the right-hand side. Joe Westrip nits in as it comes clear. And Cam Williams goes for a long diagonal in search of even number. But once again, Archie Watts lets it come into his box and collects it. We're listening to Seven Sports Saturday Live here. Chip and Sobri 2. Uh, Chip and Sobri nil, sorry. Long Levens 2 in the Hellenic Prem. Live on Seven Sport. Reminder, we've got Shuffley Bishop's Cleave next week and then Long Levens, Bishop, uh, Long Levens versus Bishop's Cleave the week after that. Looking to try and get a co-commentator, special co-commentator for that one. Long ball played over the head of Luke Troke. Troke just slips slightly, ricochets away from him. And he does well to slide it away for a Chip and Sobri throw in, in line with the 18-yard line over on that far side. What can Chip and Sobri do? Can they get themselves back into the contest? Throw ricochets away off a Long Levens man. Still with Chip and Sobri on the left side. The box comes across the face of goal. And out of play for a throw-in. Looks like it's Long Levens' ball. Will Emery will take the throw-in. Charlie Holiday still get himself ready to come on. Looks like that one's about to happen any minute now. 
played long from the throwing towards Brad Martin, hooked away and smashed clear by Sean O'Connor. No real control on it. That'll be out of play for a Sodbury throw-in. On this near side, it's thrown forward by Stevens, headed down, just won't sit for either side, and it's back to Kane Winman, who skies it straight up into the air. Cam Williams misses out on the header. Sean O'Connor's jumped into as he wins the header. There's no foul given. Just won't sit down again for either side, and Joe Westrup steps into it. He pokes it away straight to Stevens. But now Long Levens can run it clear with Ethan Dunbar on his near side. Dunbar up against Cousins. Gets into the box on the right-hand side. Looking for help, but he's so quick he's on his own. Will Emery's there with him. Cut back to Will Emery and to Cam Williams. Williams tries to play into the box. Ibrahim Diallo gets there, wins the header. And Diallo on the cover can play it high, play it long up towards the halfway line. Ed Smiley beating in the air and the referee gives a free kick. Levi Cox, the guilty man, judged to have just leaned into the long level centre half and free kick to the visitors on the halfway line which is taken quickly Ollie Long and Sean O'Connor play it between them over on the far side and it's down the line to Luke Troke Troke up against Gardner cuts back onto his right foot Troke knocks it into Brad Martin Martin gets space Martin deflection into the hands of Archie Watts. And I just realised as well, it looks like there was another change that was made by... There's a shot comes in from Sean O'Connor from distance. Archie Watts saves it. Ethan Dunbar is going to come wide on the right to retrieve it. Will Emery to Sean O'Connor. Midway into the strip and top half. And Will Emery still lurking about from the ball forward. Cousins can hack it clear up to the halfway line. Chest comes down. Sean O'Connor nips in. And it looks like uh, Lewis Bez has come on as well at half-time. I didn't see that one. Brad Martin into Sean O'Connor in towards Rudy McKinnon in the penalty area. Still scrapping for it. Cousins can do just enough to clear it. Sean O'Connor nearly catching Archie Watts out and making it free. But as it is still 2-0. McKinnon to Joe Westrip. Now Sean O'Connor. Ollie Long over on the far side getting involved in the left wing back position trotting forward and he's allowed to come forward Ollie Long forwards it on to Luke Troke referee thinking about giving a free kick referee says no and Troke will drill it across face a goal and Dunbar slides it in and just like that Long Levens make it three goals to nil and all three of the front three have scored after half time break Dunbar just arriving no chance for Archie Watts it's in that no man's land between the six yard line and where the goalkeeper stands straight across face of goal Dunbar doesn't miss those and Ship and Sobbery nil Long Levens free so Long Levens going on to win this game after what looked like a difficult 45 minutes for, for both sides to find much quality. There's been a red card at Evesham United against Lewington. Looks like Tom Chamberlain's been sent off. And Jim Sobbery giving the ball away straight from kickoff. Long Levens have the ball wide on the left hand side. McKinnon just tries to run through his man, runs straight at him. And shout out play for a throw in. 
which is taken up the line. Header comes in from Luke Troke. Just won't sit for for either side. It's out of play for a throw-in for Chip and Sodbury. Midway into the long 11's half. We've got a quarter of the game left. 22 and a half minutes or so in the contest. Three second-half strikes from Brad Martin, Rudy McKinnon and Ethan Dunbar. The difference between the two sides at the moment. And the ball's played long up to McKinnon again and Martin up there too. Ricochets away and the header comes in from Luke Troke out of play for a throw-in to Chip and Sodbury. Result from the Northern Senior League come in. Chalford, Chalford sorry, beat Charfield two goals to one. As Long 11s are flying forward at the left-hand side with Rudy McKinnon. Ethan Dunbar looking to come in from the right. McKinnon cuts in, goes for a strike, always rising. And it's comfortably wide in the end. Still 3-0, Long 11s lead. Have a look at the Twitter feed. Looks like Charlie Holiday is about to come onto the field. Be interesting who does come on for. I'd like to think someone like Ethan Dunbar has still got some minutes. In fact, Luke Troke coming off. I think Ethan Dunbar's coming on too, with James Barnett coming onto the field. Dunbar scored the third. He's looked lively. Didn't have an awful lot of the ball in attacking positions in the, the first half, but took his goal well. Charlie Holiday will provide a, a different outlet to Ethan Dunbar, that's for sure. Barnett comes on at left back for Troke and Charlie Holiday on this right hand side. 11's 3 0 up away from home. It's a bit of a luxury to bring on a player like Charlie Holiday, really. Gloucester City have just equalised at Blythe Spartans. That could be a massive goal for Lee Mansell's men. Just waiting to see who scored it. Nice long 11's winner. Free kick right on the halfway line. Can Long Levens add to the scoreline, make it a bit more convincing? Not an awful lot happening in and around the Gloucestershire teams from the look of it on Twitter. Not too much Gloucestershire action happening so we'll stick to the game we've got here Brad Martin chests it down to James Barnett on the edge of the box what's he doing there it's now with Will Emery via Joe Westrip and now Charlie Holiday what can he do half slip from him but Holiday looking to cut back onto his left back heel into Will Emery who gets there ahead of his man Emery being penned into the corner though cuts it back and it's going to be hook clear up towards the halfway line. Joe Westrick lets a run out of play for a long Levens throw-in. A turnaround in the Hellenic Prem. Westfields were a goal down to Royal Wilton Bassett. They now lead by two goals to one. Morven free, Cribs free. The result that is at the moment for Bishop Cleaver, in fact, who play tomorrow. A draw in that game, two of the chase and pack, is absolutely massive for Cleave. Byronchester still lead Froome Town by two goals to nil. Just waiting to confirm who the Gloucester City goal was scored by. 
I haven't tweeted. I haven't tweeted that there's a goal. It's come from the voice of the TN to say it and also Blythe Spartans. So, not Gloucester not tweeted it themselves and Chip and Sodbury now ball on the left-hand side. Cross face a goal. Ollie Long doesn't get there. Comes short. Shot comes in. Block. It was James Barnett with the block and it's hooked clear. Long level still leading by three goals to nil. Kane women's clean sheet still intact. And Long Levin's tried to play it quickly, but the referee saying no because there's an injury concern. Looks like Ollie Long's gone down with a touch of cramp. Away to the left-hand side. So time to take stock of where we are. Long Levin's three second-half goals have made it very, very comfortable in the end at the moment. Brad Martin, Rudy McKinnon and also Ethan Dunbar. To be fair, Blythe Spartans haven't tweeted this one one either. So potentially could still be nil-nil there. Not too sure. There's been a seventh goal. Bradford Town have made it 7-0 against Toughly Rovers. And yeah, the voters just tweeted to say that no, there is still 1-0 Blow Spartans, which is a disappointment there. Looks like there was a problem with live scores from the look of it. It flashed there as a goal when there wasn't. So Glossity still trail by a goal to nil. Here, Long Levens, comfortable, very comfortable. Those who are listening back home at the clubhouse, Longford Lane. First team, very, very comfortable in what they're doing at the moment. And um, unless it's a minor miracle, the points are coming back with us at the M5. Rudy McKinnon lays a square to Sean O'Connor. On to Charlie Holiday. He's got Will Emery on the outside of it. And Emery on the right-hand side. Goes for a driven effort. Drills it straight against Sobbury Man. Back to Emery again. He gets it to Charlie Holiday. Holiday on the right corner of the box. Cuts onto his left foot. Goes for a dummy. And knocks it back to Ed Smiley on the right-hand side. Smiley down the line to Will Emery. Chipping Sobbury's back line very deep. Cuts back all the way through. Brad Martin with the volley on the left foot. Over. Just ricocheted off Sean O'Connor. Up for Brad Martin to hit. And he's just snapped, half volleyed it, straight over the crossbar. And it's still three goals, nil to Long Levens lead. But again, good attacking play. Ed Smiley getting involved as well. <laughs> Looks like Westbury have just retaken the lead at, against Hallen. They lead by three goals to two. All played by Ibrahim Diallo down the left-hand side. Again, it's in the corner. I don't really have good view of at all, but it's out of play for a long Levens ball. Which came in and takes quickly. Only long let Sean O'Connor take it over. Quarter of an hour left here in this one. Still 3-0 long Levens lead. Westrip takes over and can bring Long Levens forward. They're not really 
coming forward too quickly. They don't have to do anything silly. But Brad Martin's got acres of space on the halfway line. Slightly on the left-hand side. Plays it through towards Charlie Holiday. Holiday just doesn't get the head of Archie Watts clears. Only as far as Will Emery goes through from distance. Watts has done very well just to regain his bearings and get enough fight to turn it behind for a corner. Chip in Sodbury. A few minutes flag didn't go up against Charlie Holiday for that. Will Emery would have would be disappointed with that one. I think he think he should have done better, but Long Levin's take the corner quickly. McKinnon fizzles it in towards James Barnett straight to Archie Watts who comes and claims it and can now get Chip and Sodbury up the field with a long goal kick up over the halfway line that Emery has to watch onto his right boot gets enough on it to find James Barnett on the halfway line Barnett offloads to Rudy McKinnon further to the left Charlie Holiday's peeled to this right hand side and Ollie Long will go back across to Ed Smiley and now Joe Westrip. Westrip plays it forward to Will Emery, who's got some space on his right-hand side. Chance for him to run at his man. Skips past him. Emery drills it in towards the near post. Hooked away by Cousins. And now it's Price. Touches forward to Diallo. His ball was straight to Ed Smiley. And he finds Will Emery. Emery can turn. That's now Joe Westrip. And Emery again into Sean O'Connor in the middle of the Chip and Sobbery half. onto Brad Martin. Let's it run. Really McKinnon go for a give and go they want a free kick referee says no Brad Martin just staring at the referee a bit almost in hope and desperation when anything came in come a long way not got there long ball forward chance for Chip and Sobbury if they can work it here but they've played a poor ball in field and Sean O'Connor just picks it up knocks it back to way long and long levels will go again like nothing happened there's a long ball forward that came in and came for Josh uh, Pandolfino Beat him to it. Good 30-plus yards out. Wide on the left-hand side. And Long Levin still have the clean sheet. Barnett into Brad Martin and Westrip under pressure. Man on cries come in. Brad Martin plays it forward towards Will Emery. Side foot volley forward. Up to the halfway line. And Ashwood challenged by Joe Westrip. Brad Martin there as well. Referee gives a free kick to the host. Long Levens who are in action on Tuesday night against Morven Town. As it stands, the intention is that we'll be there providing live Twitter updates. That's to be confirmed though. Depends on work. Chance for... Ashwood to play a long ball into the Long Levens box. So a deep one. Header comes down from Ed Smiley. Hooked away to Ibrahim Diallo. Takes a good first touch. Cuts it back and again. His ball towards this near side. She's a slightly heavy touch, but Chip and Sobbury do well to retain the ball. Charlie Holiday just can't get there to close it, but the pass is poor. Westrip just doesn't get there though. Cam Williams going for it. And it's now Ollie Long stepping forward once more. Plays it off against Chip and Sobbury man in Ashwood. And they look to bring it to the right-hand side. Good ball. And now suddenly a chance for Chip and Sodbury to bring themselves back into the game. Shot from distance. And it's into the back of the net off the crossbar. Kane Women looking around, hands out, as if he didn't really see it. But Chip and Sodbury back in the game. And it was Josh Pandafino. 
just gets his ball out of his feet, pings it in from the right corner of the box, in off the post. It's almost a bit of an anticlimax the way that it happened. It just happened so so slowly almost. Kane Minman just didn't see it. But that puts the game back on, you'd say. Long Devon's going to have to be a bit careful because if Sobri were to go and score another, game well and truly on. Four four at Malvern, Malvern four Cribs four. What a game! And Forest Green are one 0 up against Northampton Town. And a disaster for Gloucester City as Blythe Barnes have made it two goals to nil up in Blythe. Not what Long Levens needed at all. Uh, not Gloucester City, not Long Levens. It's 3 3 at Esham United. Esham 3, Livington 3. Josh Evans describing to me a text message that the man down has come back to bike at Esham in the end. And a free kick is given right on halfway for Long Levens. Referee wanting to speak to Cousins and he's going to give him a yellow card. We're into the final 10 minutes. Eight minutes to go. Well, in fact, nine minutes to go, plus any stoppages. Chance for Long Nevins to try and get forward and secure the win again. Free one up. Just teetering after letting in that goal. Sodbury will be desperate to get themselves back into it. Chest down from Brad Martin. Cut back from Cam Williams. Back to Martin. Back to Williams. Nearly stepping into it fantastically well. Cleared only as far as Joe Westrip. Bundled into by Ibrahima Diallo. Referee says no free kick. And Diallo charges forward onto the halfway line. And the pass is going to be cut out by Will Emery, who steps over the halfway line on his right-hand side. Long Levin's looking to stretch the play slightly. Emery's still going. And still, Will Emery cutting in field. He's got Brad Martin ahead of him. And it's now Brad Martin. Chance to cut it back in field. Almost too lackadaisical from Brad Martin. Ball play forward, chest down by Sean McCorn on the halfway line. And now Ollie Long can flash it forward. McKinnon around the corner to Martin. Back to McKinnon. Back to Brad Martin. Back towards Rudy McKinnon. He rounds the keeper. McKinnon! And that seals the deal. Uh, Shippen Sobbery won. Long Levens four. And it's a beautiful finish in the end from Rudy McKinnon after great build-up play. Brad Martin and Rudy McKinnon on song this afternoon. It's four goals to one. Just what Craig Martin and Mark Palmer would have wanted as well after letting in a goal. Just getting themselves back at it, going on to score the next goal. Um, by scoring that fifth goal. Lead four goals to one, just like they did at Saw Mills back in October. And Brad Martin nips in again. On the left-hand side now with Rudy McKinnon. Back to Brad Martin. A pair of them playing the game at their own pace. Ball whipped in from Martin. Good save from Archie Watts to get there. With Charlie Holiday lurking. Watts goes long. Only long. Just 
watches onto his boot and shanks his volley out of play for a throw-in on the halfway line, which Chip and Sodbury will take with Jake Gardner. Throw-in field to Ibrahim Adialo. His ball finds Ashwood, who thinks about lining one up and is bundled into by Cam Williams. And that'll be a free kick for Chip and Sodbury. Twenty-five to thirty yards from goal, slightly right of centre. Kane Women's gonna have to line his wall up right. Goal opportunity here. Luke Cousins is lurking over it. I think he rightly fancies it, but. Get overruled in the end. Whipped in, Kane Women does well to save it. Sole price with the effort. Easy enough for Women in the end, who gets the ball forward quickly, funded away by AD Harvey. Williams wins the header, and it's now with Joe Westrip, just plays it forward towards. Rudy McKinnon, who just gives up the ghost there. Let's it run all the way through to Archie Watts and the goal for Chip and Todd. came to the right-hand side to get it. Long ball forward is headed to the left-hand side by Ed Smiley. Long Evans trying to see it out, but it's a good step into by Cam Williams on the left-hand side, charging forward, tries to play across towards Chai Holle and it's out of play for a corner two long levens on the left hand side on that far corner we'll uh, get Josh to call us at full time but for now, it's a corner to Long Levens. Still going for it. Corner from the left-hand side, just behind Ed Smiley. Headed away, and we're in the final four minutes here of this one. Still, Chivan Topbury won Long Levens four. That's cut in field. Ricochets away up to Will Emery. Emery offloads to Chai Holiday just inside the Sobbury half. Just loses his bearings holiday and he's somehow won a free kick there. It didn't look like a free kick in a million years, but Long Levens will take it. Holiday has scuffed the free kick. And it was uh, Chai Holiday sort of went to knock it to Will Emery and ended up stepping into it and it's classed as taking it. So it'll be uh, an indirect free kick for Chip and Sodbury, which Aaron Stevens will take leave for Cousins. Cousins dinks it into the left corner. Straight out of play for a long level throw in. We'll have a look around the grounds in just a second to see if there are any full time scores coming in. 
here it's still 4-1 along Levens lead with two and a half minutes to go plus any stoppage time and you're listening to 7 Sports Saturday Live we're back in action next Saturday for the Tuffley Rovers Bishops Cleave so join us for that one myself and Kelsey DeMaria Uh, looks like Evesham may have potentially won it at Limington as well. 93rd minute, there's been a goal. And looking at it here, it looks like Kyle Belmont's the man who's done it. We'll find out from Josh in a moment's time. Cribs have made it 5-4 at Malvern with two minutes to go in that one. Westbury free, Hallen free. That could be a big result for Hallen if they can start adding to their points. Ball into the Long Levens box, headed away, and then volley clear by Will Emery. Touchdown by Ashwood. He's closed down by Rudy McKinnon. And now Chai Holly treads on the ball and slips on it. Not been a vintage second half from Chai Holly, it's got to be said. There's a header back to Kane Women from the diagonal. And Long Levens still lead. Westfields have scored again against Royal and Bassett header up into the air from Brad Martin just won't sit down for Long Levens again but Martin can hook it forward towards Chai Holiday on this near side Holiday can he get the ball out of his feet this time he can he cuts back onto his left foot goes for it discuss the effort Archie Watch spills it slightly but he's able to get there under no real pressure Long ball through from Watts, a poor one. Straight out play for a long Levens throw. Long Levens doing a job in the end. Rudy McKinnon twice, Brad Martin and Ethan Dunbar in between. And Martin's laid it off for Charlie Holiday. Holiday on the right corner of the box. Just cutting one way to the other, almost cut too much. And now Sogbury can bring it clear. Dink forward from Harvey. That's a flag up on the far side so Westfields are going to win against Wim Bassett 3-1 up they lead that'll be a massive result for Bishop's Cleave if Cribs can beat Morven and hold on Willand have made it 2-0 against Slimbridge and Cam Williams steps onto the ball here tries to run through his man it's Gardner who cuts on it and lays it in field to Ibrahim Diallo under pressure and he hooks it to this near side to Josh Pandafino who scored the goal for Chip and Sodbury on the day his ball went field straight to Cam Williams though sums up the afternoon for the hosts Ibrahim Diallo just tries to run through Joe Westrip again there in a bit of frustration Westrip saying to the referee how many times he can do that before a card's issued but we're so late in the day I don't think the referee's going to do too much Formbury have made it 2-0 in their game against Brimscombe and Frupp. So it looks like disappointment for Sam Pryor's men. Bristol Rovers are 1-0 up against Hartlepool. O'Connor plays the diagonal towards Ed Smiley. Nod down and Archie Watts comes out of his goal and comfortably retrieves it. Played a nearly 90 seconds or so of additional time in the end of this second half. Probably another 90 seconds left, you feel. The obligatory three minutes. O'Connor goes for a diagonal. That's asking too much, Shy Holiday. That's all the way through to Archie Watts, who gets the ball out of his hands and 
goes for a long one over the halfway line. Absolutely no hope of looking to my left-hand side and seeing any action with how many people stood there, plus the two dugouts as well. But Chip and Sodbury have a throw-in in that corner from what I can see. So we'll see what happens when the ball does come into the field. Some fans are even heading for the exits already. Chip and Sodbury. I think the referee's just having a word with somebody. Waiting for the ball to come back in. Gloucester City have been beaten by both Spartans. It's a massive result up in Blythe. Gloucester City losing that one. Ball hooked back to Archie Watts from the clearance. Brad Martin closing him. Ball away from Watts is straight to Sean O'Connor on the halfway line. Side foot forward and neither side able to retain possession there. Sobbery crossed the ball into the box. Kane Women can't get there. It's going to go out of play for corner. The referee signals a corner late. Full time at the Jubilee. Evesham 4, Limington 3. It's a chance for Chip and Sobbery to potentially get another game. Uh, another goal, sorry, in the game. Again, in that left corner, I cannot see a thing. And someone stood in front of me. Cross comes into the box. Winman doesn't get there. Straight out of play for a goal kick. And you potentially feel that could be that. Kane Women taking his time with the goal kick. Savouring it. As long as Levens are about to win and they do. Full time whistle goes. Long Levens. Bit laboured in the first half. Nil nil it was at the break. But it came out like a house on fire in the second half. Two early goals in the second 45 minutes. First from Rudy McKinnon in the first 60 seconds. Then Brad Martin added a second. Made it two goals to nil. Ethan Dunbar made it 3-0 before Josh Pandafino pulled one back for Chip and Sodbury. And then Rudy McKinnon added that fourth right at the end and added that little bit of gloss to the scoreline for Long Levens, who have claimed two 4-1 wins over Chip and Sodbury this season. And uh, they played quite well in the second half. First 45, as I said, it felt a little bit laboured at times. Both sides really lacked a little bit of quality in the final third but Long Levens came out in the second half made the difference in the end and just up their quality really and that's why Long Levens are at the top of the table and also Chip and Sodbury are towards the bottom trying to just get hold of Josh Evans see if he can give us a bit of a rundown of what happened in the second half at Eastern United sounds like a, a crazy 90 minutes there with plenty of goals plenty of action that Eastern United won by four goals to three. Man of the match wise this afternoon it could go to a number of players in the end for Long Levens. Brad Martin had a particularly good second half. Um, looked quite lively throughout. Was a little bit isolated in that first 45 minutes. Also think 
uh, Ed Smiley, Ellie Long and Sean O'Connor and Joe Westrip as sort of a midfield quadrant played quite well as a foursome but man of the match today is going to be Rudy McKinnon two goals and assist and he did look like the most likely throughout the contest and the most lively player on the pitch back in action on commentary duty next weekend for Tuffley Rovers versus Bishop's Cleave Tuffley Rovers who have taken a bit of hiding today they've had a couple of hidings this season already they were 7-0 down to Bradford Town it looks like another disappointment for them they're going to need it against Bishop's Cleave who could be even further clear depending on results with Morven being beaten by Cribs um, and yeah with Caution winning Bradford winning you know they're going to need to, to turn up and, and get the result that they need just looking around the, the grounds as we await a call from Josh Evans if it comes Everton have been beaten by Norwich City that's a, a massive result in the Premier League Cheltenham have conceded and have lost the points against Charlton Athletic as have Forest Green against Northampton both of those sides were drawing by 1-1 Morven have lost 5-4 to Krebs but it doesn't look like who's going to come Cinderford have been beaten 4-0 against AFC Totten and it looks like the call is coming in now and here we've seen Chiffin Solbury 1 Long Levens 4 and at Eastham United Josh Evans has seen a hell of a game Josh talk us through that second half if you can yeah, it was an incredible second half. Um, Carl Balmonte is the man who takes the headlines. He scores a last-minute goal. He rounds the keeper, uh, played in by Bradley Gray, who was excellent all game, actually. Um, it looks set to be um, to be Limington's to win, to be honest. Uh, a late red card for Chamberlain. Uh, looked to leave them in the lurch a little bit, but uh, they've come through with 10 men and taken the three points. Uh, a big three points, really, against the team who, uh, who were around them in the table. But um, they'll, they'll take some heart from that performance with 10 men to be able to, uh, to come through and, uh, and take the win. And another game where you've seen plenty of goals, mate. Yeah, I seem to pick them at the moment. 4-3 uh, in a red card. Um, it's, it, was a, it was a very good game, a match that had everything. And um, yeah, delighted uh, for Evesham, the local team, to, uh, to take the points as well. Well, Josh, we'll go and uh, let you get warmed up. But thanks very much for covering that for us today and keeping us updated with it. Josh Evans there, cut him off slightly, <laughs> they were a bit horrible in the end, but uh, yeah, big game at the Jubilee, won by Eastham in the end, and it's a, a good game here in the end at uh, Chip and Solbury, that has seen plenty of goals, plenty of action, and Long Levens have taken the points by winning four goals to one. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.